0: From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast.
1: We are back. Welcome to the Tennis Revolution podcast. And when I say we are back, I mean all of we. So we've got, uh, of course, Coach me in the house, and uh, for the last two episodes, the great Corey, who is already getting fan mail. Probably. No, you definitely did. You definitely. We don't get a lot of fan mail, uh, but you definitely got some. But from what I understand, it's one of your pla- one of your players at your club. Well, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a fan. It's a fan. <laughs> so, uh, so glad to have you back. Great to be here, ready, as always. Ready to start a revolution, a tennis revolution. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> okay. And
1: and of course, there's the voice. So she's back. She's back.
0: Hey, everybody. She's
1: back from uh, paradise. Mm-hmm. She was she was gone. She chose paradise over tennis. So you were on a cruise. I was on a cruise in the Caribbean. Yes. Oh, sweet. She's tan.
0: I would never do it again.
1: She's tan and still hungover.
0: I would never ever be on a ship for that long again. Never. D- did it get rough? Um. No, I don't get seasick. I just don't like being trapped on a ship for three days before you can get off
1: on a tin can. It was horrible. So where did you go?
0: Um. Mm. Oh, by the way, I counted tennis courts when I was when I was on the different islands on the ship. No, there aren't any oh. on the ship. Um. But okay, so I went it's to possible. I went to Jamaica, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel.
2: Okay. Sounds terrible.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> Grand Cayman by far had the most tennis courts, of course. Wow. Because, you know, it's all banks and rich white people there.
1: You so. didn't take your tennis rackets? No. Oh.
0: No, I ha- how am I, gonna, I have like eight you hours. hate off- watching
1: tennis. At least I have like play. eight
0: hours off the ship. I'm not going to play tennis. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. That's all right. Eight hours. I want right. to lay on the beach it and drink.
1: Been, listen, it would have been great for the show, but I'm just saying.
0: I counted the tennis courts, though. Next I time. saw one tennis court in Jamaica, and there were people playing on it. Sweet, mm-hmm. um, it was like a pretty ragtag tennis court, though. Yeah, it was uh, like, like city of Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, theirs are pretty nice. Not bad. This <laughs> is yeah, <for> you. <laughs> this was worse. This was like it was like held up by I don't know. So, uh, and then Grand Cayman, I counted fifteen tennis courts just on one road. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Every well. like resort, you know, has like ten courts.
1: Well, you know. Tennis courts are all the same. They're the same size. I mean, obviously, some of them are broke down and, and whatever, but just in terms of they're the same size. So we don't get the benefit like golfers do. You know, you can go play a golf course 10 miles from your home course, and it's a whole new world. Right. So we have to sort of fabricate that and go to exotic locations. But there's a lot of places to go do that. I mean, the Caribbean's full of tennis you know resorts that all have tennis courts. Um, I'm going to try to take my team on a Caribbean trip. No, you're not. I'm absolutely going <laughs> to do it. Okay, good luck. I'm absolutely, you want to be a volunteer assistant that week? Uh, yes. Yeah, of course you
0: do. Absolutely. We're flying.
1: We're not taking a tin can.
2: Well, I got invited to a Hawaiian trip one time and it sounded great until I found it was just tennis in Hawaii the entire time. Oh, and so was no, like, no, no fun. There was no day off of tennis. I, was like, I mean, um, tennis is fun, okay. of course. But yeah,
0: but you would have had the nights off. Would have been worth it. You should have gone. Yeah. Hawaii. Well, I, had for, I had to pay for Hawaii, it, too. That was the other issue. Hawaii is my like, favorite place in the whole world.
2: I would love to go. Yeah.
1: So, the cruise itself, not fun, <laughs> mm-hmm. but destinations were.
0: Yeah. I mean, the cruise was okay. It wasn't awful. I just wouldn't choose to spend spend that money again.
1: So, if you were to take a flight to the Cayman Islands, would yeah. you take your rabbits? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Come on. No. For,
1: if you're only in one place, it's an island. What, what else would you never,
0: rather do? I've never taken my rackets on vacation.
2: <laughs> Tennis is a vacation for me. Oh, my God. That's so corny. <laughs> Shut yeah, up. Yeah. That's <laughs> what you do yeah. for a living. There right. go, So man. it's the opposite of vacation
1: for like me. I,
0: exactly. And I—I I, my job is really stressful. I do not want to be working out on my vacation. Yeah, but
1: isn't this game supposed to be like a stress reliever for yeah, you? Yeah, but then
0: I have to find someone to play with. And I'm not going to pay someone. To, I'm like, I'm just not going to do that.
1: Why don't pay. we do a show down there? Sure. Mike, What's what it? kind of budget does this show have? Can we? <laughs> nothing. Okay. All right. So we're not going to do that then. But I mean, you're talking about an island that's, I mean, you could probably walk from one side to the other in.
0: I think Grand Cayman's pretty big. I, I
1: don't you don't have any idea.
0: I really don't. Jamaica's really big.
1: I mean, really big is relative. I mean, it's still an island.
0: Yeah, but it takes hours to get from one side to the other.
1: That's because of the jungle. (laughs) I'm making. I've never been.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's because it's a big island. It's a country. It's not just an island.
1: Also, are the Cayman Islands?
0: Yeah, but they're all little and split up.
2: Was it summer there? Be an uneducated question,
1: but it was um, hot. It's,
0: it's always summer there. There you, go. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. No, no, no. But it's not Australia. It's not right. on the other side of the right. world.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it take, was. In, it's in the eighties, like always. I you can
1: take a kayak there. Okay, so yeah. it's not that far. Right. Away. It
0: also rained. Oh, that's good. Like, it rains a little, lo- like almost a little bit every day. I that's think
1: good. That. That's what you want. Hmm. I mean, you're on an island. You need fresh water somewhere. You Get thirsty when you're playing tennis on an island. That's why she couldn't play. It was the rain. Oh, <laughs> it was totally the reason. <laughs> So all now let's see. So you said Jamaica. So they have a, they have a they have a Davis Cup team, of course. So you think they'd have some decent facility somewhere on that island?
0: I was not on the nice side of the island.
2: So. Uh-huh. Well, Dustin Brown, Jamaican descent, but I think he plays for Germany.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, but all I mean. All the islands, I mean, the Bahamas has, they all have Davis Cup teams. So you'd think there'd be a fair amount of decent facility, at least one good court somewhere on every island. All right. Well, that's our goal. Oh,
0: I didn't see any in Mexico. Well,
1: there's,
0: I'm sure there are. You probably didn't
1: look. There's, there's, I did
0: (laughs) look. I did. I looked from like where we got picked up from the ship to where we got dropped off at the beach. I looked the entire
1: way. All right.
0: I promise. I made, I made an effort and actually counted and like put it in a note in my phone so I wouldn't forget.
1: Well, I'm not, I'm not a psycho like Corey with tennis. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love the game. I do it for a living and all that kind of stuff. But um, I definitely would take rackets to a Caribbean island. Now you were on a ship. I listen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take them on a cruise. First I mean, off,
0: what was the last vacation you went on? A real vacation where you just took your wife and you went somewhere?
1: Seattle this summer. For how long? A week. What, it, and
0: what did you take your rackets? No, it pours down raining out there. <laughs> Indoor courts. And my wife
1: and daughter don't play tennis.
0: Indoor courts.
1: No. I'm just
0: saying, Nobody's yeah. going to take their tennis rackets on vacation.
1: I bet you there are.
0: If I move to Hawaii, All like right, I'm f- planning. Call,
1: call call in if you take your. Uh, we don't have a phone I'm by a the way. Psycho. you're new. We don't have a phone. That's why that's I'm funny. I'm a tennis
2: psycho, so I'm not going to answer if I've taken my rackets on vacation. But.
1: I well, I would. I, 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 you know, like I said, I just in case you, you can experience like in the DFW area, uh, there's an untold number of golf courses. So you go play a different golf course every week. Right, you're going to have a whole new experience. It's all different. We don't get that luxury in tennis because every court's the same, unless you talk about different surfaces. But that's not even you know all that fun. But you go to exotic, you know, exotic locations. You look over the net, over the over the other baseline fence, and you know there's a mountains or. Looking out onto the, I don't know. I, I yeah. think it's cool.
0: First off, anytime you're on an island, it's windy. I grew up playing windy tennis. It sucked.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> That's true. That's something. Well, I guess what you're saying, if every chord is the same, why do you need to play when you're on vacation?
1: Exactly. You can play when you get back.
0: Exactly. You're,
1: you're not helping <laughs> me. He just keeps
0: canceling himself out.
1: You're not helping me. At <laughs> all. Yeah, I mean.
0: The scenery is different, sure, but you're not looking at the scenery. You're having to pay attention to the ball.
1: All right, you learn one thing from me, then good. Um, well, I. All right, so what? Don't take your dumb rackets. I don't care, unless you're doing it remote for the show. Okay. All right. All right. So until this show's budget. Well, when pays I go for to your, Hawaii
0: for two weeks in July, I'll take my rackets just to make you happy and see
1: how different it is, <laughs> see if it's really <laughs> an amazing experience. Nobody cares.
0: Mm-mm.
1: Nobody cares. I would like email in. By the way, speaking of emailing in, we have we're over six hundred. I know. See what happens when you leave? It blows up. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, And it certainly is not because of Corey. Except for the one. It might be. The one member of your club that uh, spread the word. That's what you should have been doing. You should have been spreading the word about the podcast. Um, I have been. On those tennis courts in Jamaica. Oh, no. She was. I was
0: not going to go up and talk to anybody.
1: Fair enough. All right. So uh, we're recording early. We we we, record, we usually record on Sundays, comes out on that Tuesday, and usually we record Sunday evening into the night, but we're here early because it's Super Bowl Sunday. So You have chosen to participate in a tennis activity, albeit a podcast, instead of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't think you're good Americans, to be honest with you. I'm kind of rethinking what we're doing here. Um,
0: um, The Super Bowl doesn't start till 5 30. I
1: know, but you're missing all the pregame stuff.
0: I had to ask first off, oh my I God. forgot that the Super Bowl was even today. Oh my today. God. Then well, you've been, I, you've within, been hammered
1: for a week, so to true. be fair.
0: It's <laughs> true. And with no internet or anything. But then I realized the inter- that it was today and I was like, huh, I didn't even know who was in the Super Bowl. We had to look it up. All four of my friends. So. Wow.
1: The same four <laughs> friends that were also hammered <laughs> for a week. Okay. Well, that's, that's good though. At least it, yeah. it's a good good reason. You were in the Caribbean. I mean, time's irrelevant. I that, mean. The outer world is irrelevant. There were
0: sports bars on the ship.
1: Yeah, but you didn't hang out in them, did you? No. No, of course God, not. God, no. No, you were looking for the tennis courts. <laughs> why did she laugh that's not oh my god i don't well,
2: think shouldn't, shouldn't tomorrow be a holiday people have talked about that super bowl monday uh, no. i
0: think that i've heard holiday? i've heard talk about it actually happening but
1: it's that's absurd it'll or, happen I are mean, y'all have, are y'all in third grade it's not it's not gonna happen
0: and they you know in san antonio they get a day off for a fiesta which is literally just a, a city-wide party Okay. It has no significance whatsoever that I can tell. Well, to I mean, the government. I think it's
1: probably cultural, and a large, a large perc- Don't eyeball me like that. <laughs> a large percentage of the population in San Antonio is of Hispanic descent, and so it's a Hispanic tradition. So yeah. I'm gonna okay, no, listen. It, Cinco de Mayo. First of all, is Is, is,
0: is yeah? Sure. I mean, we don't need. I mean, so if you don't do get a off day of that off for a fiesta. Then
1: nobody gets a day off for.
0: I'm surprised. I'm that. Irish.
1: I don't get. St. Paddy's Day off.
0: St. Paddy's Day is usually like, well, I guess, isn't it usually a Saturday? No. No. It's usually Indiana the California. 17th. <laughs>
1: Probably, usually, I think it's in March. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so, no, it shouldn't be a holiday, especially when my stupid team doesn't make the stupid game. Then who cares? So
2: the cities that are in it can have a holiday. Everybody else, you don't get one. Yeah, I think that's...
0: What? Houston doesn't deserve a holiday. Um... Wait, Houston's not in it. That's
2: just what Super Bowl is. But that makes sense too. Wow.
1: We found something that she cares less about than tennis. Maybe we should do an NFL podcast. I hate football. I hate
0: football.
1: I don't hate football, but uh, it's depressing because.
0: You watch football all the time. I know you do.
1: I do. But it's it's just a a constant reminder of how far away tennis is from the top of the heap of every (laughs) other sport. Football being the king, of course, particularly in Texas, but definitely the U.S. Soccer is passing us. I mean, all right. the major sports are more popular. Even hockey, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hockey in well, not in Atlanta. It didn't last long in Atlanta, but even hockey is more popular. But soccer's passing us. You know what's coming next for us? Lacrosse. Not down here. Oh, you're out of your mind. You think? Yeah. There's a lot in the private schools I just here. spent $127.39 on some gear for my daughter to play nine-year-old soccer. I mean, uh, nine-year-old lacrosse. So, lacrosse is coming.
0: Lacrosse is fun. Yeah. Field hockey is really fun.
1: We just, listen, here's what we need. We need children or parents to keep taking their kids out of football so because it's a brutal your, sport.
0: why doesn't your daughter play tennis?
1: She doesn't love me. <laughs> no. I, just She just doesn't dig it yet. Um, I haven't done a good job of brainwashing apparently her Apparently
0: not. <laughs> Has
1: she been around you? <laughs> Maybe no. She developed some hatred of tennis being around you. I don't know. I
0: don't hate tennis. Uh, I'm, no, my I'm first kidding. match is in two weeks. I went and worked out this morning.
1: For your getting ready? Yeah. Gearing up? Yeah. Or, or guilty because you drank 9,000 bottles no, of tequila? I don't
0: I care about that. I well, I just worked out because I, cause I got the email today that our first match is in two weeks. They're like, who's available? And I was like, I have not played tennis or worked out in like five months. So...
1: Well, so, yeah, so we, uh, so, all kidding aside, I think this podcast is the reason tennis is going to rebound. No, not really, but that is, I mean, but just things like that, like the popularity of lacrosse, I mean, it's the fastest growing sport in, I don't know where, somewhere, US, I don't know, mean, I don't know if it's Texas or what, but now part of it's because nobody plays it now, so you add 10 people, and you just increased it 300%, but... At the same time, it is growing and growing fast. So, uh, you know, I grew up on the East Coast, so lacrosse has been, uh, I've seen lacrosse for a while on the East Coast, but. Well, it's like pickleball is the next big sport I've been hearing
2: about. and I'm like, well, from zero people to a thousand people. Yeah,
0: know, I don't even know what that is. It's okay. No, it's I'm... it's uh,
1: a slower version of tennis. Somewhat like tennis, but you use a, a giant ping pong paddle, basically. That and and you don't use a tennis ball, do you? No, is a whole there's separate? A, there's a special situation. Ball. I don't even know what
0: it is, but oh. is it on a table or is it on a court? It's on a
1: court, like a half court.
0: Like a half court. I, I feel like I've seen this. Yeah, you probably have. Mm.
1: You probably have. I don't. I have no idea. I'm sure it's lovely.
0: It's not like a racquetball court, is it?
1: No, it's outdoor. I mean, the fence around it with a net
0: okay. in lines, okay.
1: somewhat similar to tennis, I guess. Call in if you're a pickleball fan. Give us an <laughs> update. See, she got it. There is no phone, Corey. Yes, we never no get, phone. We never get any calls. He, he
0: really likes that joke. Sorry, help. the second time he, he's made he was it today. Saving, he was saving it for you. Well, Apparently. I wanted you.
1: I wanted to use it one time and nothing, and then the <laughs> second, even the second time, Corey didn't get it. <laughs> so I was supposed to laugh. Yes. So, uh, I mean, is something I talked about on the podcast a while back was. Uh, I think this is pre both of y'all actually, um, is that maybe something that would add to the popularity of tennis would be if we had more of a team environment. So maybe not like college, just because it's too big and bulky, but something like more akin to world team tennis, but it, it, maybe even smaller than that. You know, because they have a you know world team tennis aside from being an awful league. Sorry, Billie Jean King. Uh, it's just too big and it's coed. Don't right. keep, don't start. Don't even look at me. She, she look at that. Leave it alone. Well, that's a whole separate podcast. So, but, but I think uh, you know, if you had pro pro players, not even top hundred, top two hundred, it could be lower than that because it's still amazing tennis. Representing your city, you know, competing against other cities, I think that would be more exciting than just sort of a kind of what we talked about last week with with the whole season and kind of how it may be too long and all right. that. You know, the season just drones on and on and on, and, and kind of people just go in and out of it. So if we had a, a dedicated season with dedicated teams, you know, representing cities. I don't know. I you think mean that like would Davis
2: be, Cup, but cities, not countries?
1: Uh, I think maybe the Davis Cup would be sort of the format, but I think even shorter. Maybe one singles match, one doubles match, and then one reverse singles right. all on the same day, and maybe just one set. So... But, I, you know, who knows? I don't know what the format would be. But the point is, I, th- I think, you know, football is wildly popular. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm a prime example. I mean, this computer I have sitting in front of me is in one piece, by the grace of God, based on last, you know, the AFC championship game where my Steelers lost to the evil Patriots. Horribly. Yeah, and that son of a you-know-what Tom Brady, that good-looking...
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is fine.
1: Good-looking. He looks like a girl.
0: He does not look like a girl. Oh my god,
1: he's amazing. He's he amazing. He's so beautiful. He is he's beautiful. so beautiful.
0: His wife's beautiful too. It's
1: hard to it's hard to hate him. You it know, is. It's like you suddenly you just gaze into his eyes and you just kind of fall away. Um, but yeah, I mean, it people really get into and get psycho about foot me in particular, but get psycho about football, mm-hmm. throwing stuff at the TV. And you know, I'm a Steelers fan. I I didn't grow up in Pittsburgh. You know, I've got family history going in, into Pittsburgh, but. I think a lot of people do if they live in a major league city, they do uh, kind of get it. I mean, think about Cleveland and their whole situation. They had that thirty for thirty right. on ESPN Believe Land yeah. about how they haven't won a championship in one hundred and ninety five thousand years, whatever it was, since yeah. cavemen. And then, of course, that comes out in the following, the next championship they win, which is funny. That hasn't been on the air in a while. Yeah, um, and
2: they had a they had a their baseball team was in the final too or the championship. Yeah, so I mean, it, same year.
1: Yeah, so it.
0: What are we
1: talking about <laughs> cleveland indians pickleball oh, pickleball
0: i knew, that. Pickleball. I, knew, <laughs> that. I, knew Cle- I knew about
1: cleveland what do you know about cleveland
0: i knew that they that they won with, with the baseball, the world series there we no, go
1: No, basketball one chicago but won. world
0: series got we well, were in the world series right. Right? there we go. yeah it's chicago one no but stuff.
1: that's two examples of people that really
0: <clears throat> but it'll never happen again identify like for another hundred years
1: well cleveland maybe
0: yeah that's what i'm saying no, it probably so will. So like the worst city.
1: I mean, LeBron is, it might be, the. it's not. It's underrated. Have, have you been this, to Cleveland?
0: We, a million times, and we had this oh, conversation. That's right. A
1: little right. So, about a certain somebody. <laughs> it, it, that's right. You're offending our
2: Cleveland listeners.
1: Our Cleveland yeah. listener <laughs> at best. Yes. At best, we have one. <laughs> we are up to 600, and I think if we divide one each into every city that's under 100,000, or over 100,000. Right. That's got to be 60, the top 60 cities. Yeah. Yeah, one listen.
0: I doubt we have that much diversity on our show yet. I don't know.
1: We're no. up to six hundred. We're over six hundred, did I tell you that? You did. So we're we're climbing the ranks. Um so uh no the point so the point is though that I think people identify their teams and their cities, connect them together and they don't have that opportunity in tennis. Like you said, Davis Cup, which is their country, and for you know, that's still a, a huge point of pride for people. But I mean it's not if the best players aren't playing in Davis Cup, which for a lot of, I mean, Federer's not playing right now right. for
2: when the Bryan brothers just retired. Yeah. Uh, so in I mean, Davis Cup. Yeah. So
1: I mean, the best players, you know. I, well, I guess <laughs> that's how bad it is. I was like, no, nah, the best players aren't playing in singles. Oh wait, yes they are. Right. That's not good. But yeah. So our best singles players are playing. Unfortunately, and we're still losing. They're not very good.
2: But you uh, don't even know when Davis Cup is. Nobody knows when the matches are.
1: Well, I have an app. So, I have a well, smartphone. But heard? I mean, like, general population no, no, no. has no idea. Right. Well, that's another thing that.
0: I've in. never even heard of it.
1: You've never heard of Davis Cup. <laughs> See, there we go.
0: <laughs> like, ever. She is
2: our barometer At for all. tennis popularity. That's probably
1: a good point. She's the everyman. I've never every heard woman.
0: of the Davis Cup. I feel S- like have you maybe... heard of the World
1: Cup in soccer? Yeah. Once every four years, it's a uh, whole big shebang. Right. The United States. Yeah, I've watched it. Okay. okay. Well, that the, they have basically the same thing, but for tennis.
0: Is it every four years?
1: It's actually it's every year, which I think is part of the problem. But right. That's a whole other episode, also. So, my, but my point being is that even even that there is some uh, idea that you can uh, identify with your country. But I just think that's something we're missing in in uh, a tennis. I mean, the whole of New England is you know, about to lose their mind for this dumb Super Bowl and that gorgeous quarterback of theirs. <laughs> you know and then Atlanta hey i mean i see he's a nice looking fellow the quarterback for matt ryan matty ice no nothing um well the thing about football too it builds as the season goes
2: and i don't feel like Dennis sure. really has that
1: yeah but uh but i th- i think i think that identification with the city i think is first i think that's first um you know and, and i don't know if it's a team sport versus individual um and there is no season Probably. But you
0: know also that tennis has a bad reputation of being a girly sport. Men such as yourself who have never played tennis, like you, are the example. Never played tennis, They're, right? Other people like you. Okay, so <laughs> I don't the, what you're the, ma- the male population, generally speaking, at what percentage are actually, you know, appreciate tennis? I feel like that's the population that that needs to be reached because it's men that are like no tennis is for girls God. yes what it men, is. What you're so wrong men right now. are you
2: talking well, it's I'm, sort of i know what she's talking about it's sort of like if you didn't play tennis if you, you didn't don't go watch playing tennis. tennis yeah that's i think the biggest problem with tennis people that don't play football still watch football right but if you don't play tennis you don't watch tennis yeah generally i mean some do but yeah, and, and, and it's just
0: it's i mean it's it's but just, i don't think it's
1: because men think it's girly
0: it is. I'm telling. I've I've talked to so many Some dads. Of them, what yes.
1: caveman are Thank you dating? You. That's what I want to know. Not, <laughs> actually,
0: yeah, that's but yeah, guys <laughs> <I> dated. <laughs> Sorry, but I even my but my, my family, you, my uncles, out. my grandpa, stepdad, my family members, my friends' family members, like they're like tennis. What?
1: Well, but you know, boys the, don't play. Tennis. But at the same time, if you take a guy like Better, and and particularly in combination with his rival ri- rivalry with Nadal. I think non-tennis people have become aware of that. No. Shake your head at me. No, they, you they, they, I'm if sorry. it just they wasn't 2:30 puts you in
2: it wasn't at two thirty in the morning. A lot more people would have been. Well, yeah, aware but of it. yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. So we've had, I mean, golf. I mean, well, golf is a little different just because it's you know businessman sport and there's a lot of other applications to golf besides just mm-hmm. playing. But there was a good period of time where, um, who was the soccer? Who was in that? Was it Messi? The, there were commercials where tiger Fetter and was it was it uh who's that other good look there's no beckham no 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 that that uh the guy from portugal oh he's a good look you're going to like this guy what's his name well, ronaldo or yes. or oh yeah he's gorgeous oh god of course see look you don't even know who that is <laughs> I, do, but, I do well yeah is. but not cuz like what you don't know what team he plays for you don't i know, know. he plays soccer buddy football <laughs> but uh you know but there was a period of time where they had those um Gillette, was it Gillette commercials or whatever? Yeah, I think so. That uh, all three of them would be on various commercials either together or individually Mm -hmm. or or a combination of them. And so Federer was in that mix because he was doing what Tiger was doing, but just from the side of tennis. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, obviously, Ronaldo. But, like,
0: you would never see those people on commercials with football guys. Never.
1: Well, yeah, but I don't think you see guys, like, on football. They're by themselves. You don't see football. Yeah. They don't need to be. But But, I mean... But you're talking about Tiger, who eclipsed all of that. He was he was more recognizable than who was a, you know. <laughs> he was. I mean, LeBron was early when you know in his career when Tiger was dominant. But he was one well, of he the had most to be the top athlete at the time. I would think so. He was, and, and but for, he's the
0: only one from golf that's done that. Like that hasn't happened again. Well, I don't think it's
1: since happened you've been a, alive, maybe. But yeah. before that, Jack Nicklaus was huge, and Arnold Palmer was huge. In tennis was so three r- people ever. In tennis was well three people ever. Yes, I mean you're talking in the history of college. all right. Well, do, what is basketball? <laughs> Michael Jordan in his era. Who else? I There's mean,
0: a lot. There's a lot. But you, more you for couldn't basketball.
1: go. You couldn't go to a third world town in Africa somewhere and see Larry Bur- You know, or uh, you know James Worthy. You don't yeah. know who that is either. You know, you couldn't see. I
0: know who Larry Bird is. All right. Thank you very Dirk much. I've watched documentaries. But
1: you could, but but you would go to those places and you'd see the little Nike Air symbol, you know, the Jordan's little symbol on shoes or on shirts. And the same thing with now LeBron, but that's not, I mean, Tiger's in that level. Tiger's not, or was, obviously. Now he's hanging out at Perkins restaurants <laughs> waiting for him. I'm sorry, Tiger. If you're listening, I apologize. Um, so, yeah, so I don't think, uh, but I think Federer. Is close to that level. Now he's international, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of a hard comparison. But that's uh, the
0: thing. There's no there's no American comparison for that. Well, like, we don't have an American player. Not, not since no,
2: since Agassi, who was probably the closest.
1: Yeah, yeah but even he wasn't. I mean, because <laughs> now you're talk I think I think what has to come along with that whole notion is they have to be at the top of the game, not just now, but at the top of the game all time. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, Agassi was a little different because of the whole image thing and, I mean, his coattails of Pete Sampras – I mean, not coattails, that's the wrong way to put it, but, I mean, he was linked right. to Pete Sampras in the 90s. And he had the whole jean shorts, and I'm not playing Wimbledon because I, I want to keep my pink and black shorts and, you know, you have to wear all white. Um, you know, so there was a lot of hype around him, and that was his whole deal. Back when we didn't know he had hair plugs and right. all that, but he was. Um, but uh, but I, I think the idea of that level of you know going to some third world city and seeing your gear comes with the fact that you have to be at because I mean basketball is a world sport, but we invented it. It was here first. Right. Where soccer, I mean, soccer has been a lot of places before it ever even came here. So that's all. That's kind of a. And tennis is the same way as soccer. I mean, it was a lot of other places before it was here. But I think the key component is elite. You have to be at the top of your game, not just now, but maybe an all-timer.
0: I mean, I think we have that on the women's side of tennis for the Americans.
1: Oh. By the way, (laughs) something she mentioned off-air at some point is how we neglected to talk about girls, by the way at one of our one of our podcasts she was missing. Somebody else really okay. smart said That's that. That's
0: what I did on all of my research on was, you know. All girls. All the girls. That's I horrible. got a
1: whole list here. Well, I think, <laughs> listen, so when you think about the popularity of tennis, which I think in all reality, don't give me a side eye or nothing, but mm-hmm. I, seriously, this podcast is for that purpose, to help in any way. I, my little part, our little 600 people part mm-hmm. of uh, getting a voice out for tennis. Because nobody cares in America, and I think, but I think, but I think, if uh if we ended up with another Sampras type player, that wasn't just the best American, but also the best in the country. I mean, the best in the world, but also maybe a best all timer. I think our our fortunes would change a little because you you just look at the times when it. Tennis has been more and more popular. It's it, been it, when we've it, had someone like that. Yeah, it's followed those trends. And and to some degree, I'll be, to be fair, to some degree, some of that paralleled women. So I mean, t- I
0: feel like Venus, Serena, right? I mean, they are at that same level, like, merchandise-wise and
1: Well, I mean, you know, by the way, Serena, Serena lives in France now, by the way. So, <laughs> so they can have her. Um, but don't you think part of the
2: issue is these players have no personality whatsoever? Like even the top American players that there are now,
1: yeah. I
0: mean, no one knows them,
1: and they don't. Everybody's do all milk toast, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, what Wozniacki? He's not. She's hot. Yeah. But hot. but
1: I mean, nobody's willing to, you know, rock the boat. Let their true personality out. Everybody's all. Everybody's always Bill Belichickian, right. not giving anybody anything, just kind of standing up there at press conferences and. Ah, you know, listen. He's one of the best players ever. I. He's such a. T- you know, nobody, nobody says, "Yeah, I'm nineteen and oh and I'm going to be twenty and oh right. after we play today." What? Yeah, and I'm focused on the next. Tell minute. him to call well, his mama because
0: we've because it's it's taught that that's not appropriate in tennis.
1: Well, yeah, but I, I mean,
0: I don't personally <laughs> subscribe to that way. Believe me, I've seen <laughs> because. You want the yeah the other person on this uh, on the other side of the court. I mean, there's no reason to be nice to them, but you know that's not how we're generally taught. Well, I, w- I would not love how... to
2: hear that in a
1: post game. Like I'm not gonna right. be nice to him. I'm playing him. Like f him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. 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 I of course you're trying to beat them, but I, I think you're right to some degree. There is personality, but I think we also need uh, we need really we need the USTA to do their damn job.
0: You say that a lot. I know. And
1: so if if they would do their damn job and we had a lot more players coming up at the grassroots level and had a huge base, maybe we'd find some players. But
0: That also have personality, you mean?
1: Well, actually, well, listen, Pete Sambers didn't have, no. you know, he was kind of that guy, but he had a lot of other personalities during his time. I mean, Agassi, right. obviously the, the Columbus, clear one. Connors, McEnroe. They fading. had personality, sure. But they also had all-time greatness. You know, I mean, obviously Pete Sampras I think is the greatest of all time And I think you agree Oh, Pete Sampras? Uh, and Savannah has no idea because she doesn't care about I men's tennis Because they're Sampras just shoving his pigs yeah, Five know. years ago I would have agreed Oh but, lordy <laughs> or, or how about two weeks ago maybe? A month ago yeah, you yeah, would have possibly. agreed? Well listen, let's, uh, let's get into that Let's get into why you're dumb And, <laughs> and I'm right, that Pete Sampras is the greatest ever uh, And we'll do that when we come back <laughs>
0: it's time to join the revolution go to our website tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes email us your questions and comments or
3: give us show ideas
1: right, we're back so, uh, in that time we've had off, that few, few moments we had away from the mic, did you rethink your, uh, your uh, life and realize that Pete Sampras is the greatest ever?
2: I actually love Pete Sampras, but I have to go with Federer as the greatest ever.
1: Because of one match?
2: No, I was already leaning Federer, but, you know, that Nadal was the closest one to Federer in my mind, and if Nadal had beaten him there, it would have been a close debate between those two, but now that Federer won that, it's kind of like, I don't know what anybody else can do. Surpass him.
0: Don't they getting, like really tired of playing the same person over and over again.
1: Yes, and I love people that get, question. And people get tired of watching the same people over and over again. I think yeah. that's. I think that's. You, you just get spoiled because you you know you know the the four players are going to be in the finals, or you did. I mean, it's right. obviously this hasn't happened in a while, but
2: well, that was your debate from last week about the same results. Is that good for tennis? You know, have the same people right. in the final
1: every week, and it might be worldwide. I don't know. I don't know what the Popularity, you know, level going up and down is internationally, but personally, I, it gets it gets boring. Right, same four players. No, you that's know, why I
0: just don't watch it.
1: Is that why you're, <laughs> well, ahead, like, of the, you're ahead of the of curve? What's
2: like the Patriots in the Super Bowl? I mean, how many times oh do we need God. to see them in the Super Bowl? You know, I, I don't l- care.
1: <laughs> all right, about the stupid Super Bowl, and I don't care about the stupid Patriots and that pretty <laughs> son of a. Oh my God!
2: But I think the reason this was such a big match is Federer and all actually haven't played. Each other that well, often. but listen.
1: So, you said at some point on one of the few, you know, because this is your third podcast yeah. you've been mm-hmm. on, so I guess you're officially a co host. Congratulations, welcome aboard! <laughs> Thank you. Um, the vote was tied one to one. I'm not going to tell you <laughs> who it was for and against, but uh, probably Savannah's for you. That's why you're here. Um, no, I'm kidding, of course, it's unanimous. No, but uh, I wasn't really given a vote. Oh, come
0: on, we like him
1: so. And he did bring one fan who sent a comment on the website, by the way. Which you can do at tennisrevolutionpodcast.com and submit comments. Um, And people did submit, and I didn't see them because they all were going to spam. I fixed that. I do apologize. We're not exactly running a tight ship around here. But so earlier in a podcast you were in, we talked about Pete Sampras, and you had kind of probably 50 – to 49.5 towards Sampras. And so one tournament and one Grand Slam in particular is what puts you over the edge.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think the fact that he's able to do this at this age when most players are not even still playing and he's still competing and winning is just, I mean, maybe if Sampras played another couple years, we don't know, but there's not many many players recently that have done this.
1: Right. And, And Sampras had a similar sort of finished, not that Federer's finished, because Sampras didn't win not only a Grand Slam, but any tournament for over a year. Right. I remember that. And then comes back, wins the U.S. Open, and then shuts it down almost immediately. Uh, he didn't play again after that, I don't think. But no, uh, that was it.
0: How old is Federer? Oh, I don't
1: know. 35, I believe. So, but, well, let me, let me, so this dumb this dumb game we have on tonight, this super certain super game and some other dumb sport, you know they measure a lot of the greatness of a player, particularly quarterbacks and and coaches really, on the outcome of that one game you know who has the most of whatever right which in football I think is ridiculous see that's what sport. I'm getting at what a dumb sport football's so dumb savannah <laughs> uh so in football we talk about greatest ever in a lot of times it seems like most of the time it's tied to how many Super Bowls they won and i you know in that I, that's ridiculous that's a ridiculous kind of step because you take te- teams like uh, when Tampa Bay won it in like 01 or 2000 right. Savannah's like Tampa Ooh. Bay has Brad, a football team Brad Johnson the quarterback yeah. so Brad Johnson who had a terrible career uh, outside of that year, uh, you know, for the most part. I mean, he was with the Redskins. He was awful. And he wins one Super Bowl. Now, he has one more Super Bowl than the greatest quarterback in the history of the game, in my opinion, and that's Dan Marino. I knew that's where you were going He played for
0: the Dolphins, right? Wow. Nice. Listen, hey, he was in the Ace Ventura and movie. brains. I knew that was where he you was knew
1: that was in the
3: from. Ace Ventura movie. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. So much. Never mind. Forget the brains part. Never mind. His best acting performance ever. <laughs> So, so Dan Marino has no Super Bowls, lost one, his rookie year, and Brad Johnson has one. So, does that mean Brad Johnson's better than Marino? And obviously not. Obviously, I, but I'm you. Yeah. So, if that's the case, then how can you say somebody is the greatest based on anything related to the Super Bowl? I mean, I think it's uh, uh, now, especially you take. Uh,
0: I mean, I don't think a ring. Measure. I mean, everyone on the team gets a ring. Not everybody played. It has nothing to do with Backup quarterbacks get rings. Yeah, it has nothing to do with ability.
1: Well, it does. It doesn't. It it does. No,
0: it doesn't. Well, collective ability, not not individual ability. Right, exactly.
1: Well, that's the other thing that's even more important than the Super Bowl issue as it relates to tennis is that if they call football, hold on, let me rephrase that, Savannah. Mm -hmm. Here's what they call football, Mm -hmm. the ultimate team game. So if they call football the ultimate team game, then how can you start separating out individuals and call somebody the greatest? I mean, I'm sorry, but if... But
0: but every sport is a team sport, and there's a Hall of Fame for, like, every sport.
1: Right, and right. Now, some some sports... Baseball,
0: soccer, they're all team sports.
1: That's true. They cannot
0: be played by just an individual.
1: That is also true. But you take a a, a sport like baseball, baseball is a team sport, but it's not the ultimate team sport because a lot of the game is one on one. Right. A pitcher versus a batter, and that's it. So, for pitchers, it is a little more reasonable to that's, say, that's true. you're the greatest pitcher ever.
0: Okay, what about soccer? How do you separate that? Because that, to me, that's just like football. There's no, aside from the goalie, there's no. Goalkeeper. Whatever.
1: Is the proper. In hockey, it's goalie. Whatever. Know, well, sorry. hockey is what
0: I'm more fluent in. So. All right, fair enough.
1: So but hockey too, same thing. I mean, if you are relying, so if you're a goalie, there's a one-on-one type, you know, you're it's just you have one job, but it relies on a, lo, a lot of other players. But you're not
0: compared to you're not compared to the other players, you're only compared to other goalies.
1: So so football, but any team sport, but I think more more especially football because it is, cause, you know, cuz you can do your job to some degree without any other player on a soccer field. So you can dribble, you can s- try to score, you can pass, you can receive a pass, do all those things. In football, you can't do a lot of the things right. without the guy next to you or the receiver. I mean, the receiver can run around like an idiot all day, but he's he is highly dependent on the quarterback. The quarterback is highly dependent on the offensive line. The running back is highly dependent on the fullback. You know what I mean? Right. So I
0: don't, I don't think that's any different from soccer. Oh my They're all dependent on each other in order to score. No, 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 but
1: but in in, in basketball, you can inbound the ball to a guy one foot from the line, and he's got to go the entire court. He can go the entire court by himself and score. Now, outside of Michael Vick, you can't really do that in any other sport. (laughs) He retired yesterday, by the way. Did he? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Hide your dogs, everybody. He's on the streets. (laughs) Oh, that
2: was awful.
1: I know. I'm serious, though. Dog killer. Uh... So, yeah, so football, I think all sports are like that for the most part, all team sports. But I think football, so we argued too much about this point Mm -hmm. because what I'm trying to lead to (laughs) is that tennis is not that way, obviously. It's an individual sport. So now you're talking about winning either against certain players or winning titles and maybe more emphasis should be put on grand slams because everybody plays them. They're longer, more arduous. We had that – argument a couple weeks ago and the most money and all that kind of stuff so you get literally the best players a lot a lot of the tournaments throughout the year not every player plays so um so i think our sport lends itself a little more to that argument who the greatest ever is not as good as like track right who are just times yeah well and they're playing each other so you have that you know argument
2: of who's better when who won when they played Mm-hmm. But what I always try to do when I'm measuring that, who's by the better. way, just so
1: you know, that was a passive aggressive way for him to make his dumb point <laughs> that Federer is better than Sampras because they played when Sampras was 117 yes. and Federer was physically at his prime. You, joke. yeah, no, I actually How don't count, count that Sampras, at all.
0: Though, when he played it, when he it was,
1: it. He was s- over 30. It was the summer. It was at Wimbledon when he hadn't won a tournament before he won his U.S. Open. His, which he retired after, and
2: Federer was like nineteen or twenty.
1: Just fit, good looking. He had the long, he had the ponytail. <laughs> he's, he's I know, a, but he's still not really cute though. But he's no. the greatest ever at something. That's got to add to it. Oh. Yes, it does. Stop. Oh. So he just admitted. Maybe that Federer was the greatest ever.
2: Did you hear that?
0: I did hear it.
1: The greatest ever at something. Which is what? I don't know. <laughs> but no, I
2: mean, what I try to do is I look at a player and I say, like, how would that player have done in the situation that Federer is in? Like, so Sampras, if he played. The kind of players that Federer's having to play, I don't think he would have nearly the success that Federer's
1: had. But he also didn't come up. You know, tennis is interesting because you know you take track and field, and I mean, I guess javelins used to be made out of bamboo sticks or something. I don't know what the hell they made javelins out of. But I mean, you're still talking about the same concept: throwing a stick as far as you can, or the shot put. It weighs a certain amount. All you can use is your body. Go. Tennis, kind of like golf. The technology has changed so dramatically from the time when actually, like Sampras's hero is Ken Rosewall. That's who he still thinks is the greatest ever. Hmm. You know, and guys think uh, but Ken Rosewall's a tennis player. I mean, I assume back before any of us were born, to be honest with you. Um,
2: and he won when he was almost forty, I think.
1: Yeah, but you know, but they were they started with wooden rackets. I mean, have you ever played with a wooden racket? Yes. Good God Almighty, it's not easy. No. It's really hard. It's it's tough. Yeah, you got it, and so to you know it, so that's one tricky, tricky thing about looking at a guy like Federer over a guy like I mean maybe not maybe McEnroe because I think Agassi and and Sampras sort of spanned a little bit of both of those generations. They were playing, you know, they were playing Connors at his tail end, and you know a little bit of McEnroe at his tail end, and and then obviously he transitioned and played Federer. So you do have a body of work that transitions both eras, or not. Kind of errors, I guess, but I mean, but look at what happened. I mean, P- Sampras was at the t- at the very end of his career, and Federer was physically at his peak, and it was a knockdown out. Right. five setter. Right. So, you tell me that if two years later, you know, Federer's twenty three, maybe four or five years younger when Sampras was dominating. That, that doesn't turn out different. Right. Particularly on grass. I mean, you know, it's...
2: Well, and that probably wasn't the only time they played. I don't haven't looked at the stats. I think but, it is the only oh, time Oh, is it? They you know, even on regular tournaments they didn't play? Right. Yeah, and I think the other uh-huh. thing that, that you have what? to count in uh, these players is the surface. And that's always a hard argument because if, if two of the majors were on clay, we'd be talking about Nadal as the best ever because he'd have eight more Grand Slams and Sampras would have five less Grand Slams.
1: Well, it depends. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I and keep in mind so guys in the younger era or older eras like Connors he's the only player to play the US Open on all three services cuz US Open used to be on grass mm-hmm. and then it was on clay and then it was on now it's hard court obviously so a lot of those tournaments were clay green clay right. you know so it's a little bit different but still so service is a little tricky piece but i think the biggest the biggest thing i mean look if you took Rod Laver the rocket and I mean, he's you know, eighty now. I don't know how old he is. He's old as dirt. Pretty close to that. But I mean, he's at everything. He's you see him all the time at tournaments. He's awesome. So you take you take Rod Laver, the Rocket, and in his prime with his exact equipment, and put him against Fetter right now, or even Fetter's prime with Feder's equipment. Of course, Feder going to destroy him. Right. But if you hit a time machine, and you put Federer back in, you know, born in the 50s or whenever Rod was, you know, born, and then have him come up and train the same way Rod is training, or vice versa, take Laver and bring him here. I mean, you want to talk about a physical specimen. Not in that way, Savannah. Not like Ronaldo. Um, but Rod <laughs> Laver's quadriceps were the biggest quadriceps I've ever seen on a tennis player. It's ridiculous. That's,
0: I mean, another, that's another thing. Tennis players are always really scrawny. They are not. Scrawny. They are. They're scrawny. They're,
1: they they're getting out of that a little bit, but you're
2: right that many of them have been.
0: They're tall and scrawny.
1: Well, scrawny scrawny's not the right word. I, I think I think they're slender, but I think that's okay. the Whatever best. Whatever word you want to use. I think that's the best
0: but body type you for look, it is. Look at it, those
1: look at those quads. Good Lord have mercy.
0: It is it is the best body type for tennis. But I'm I'm going back to my earlier point that
1: Ronaldo's beautiful. What
0: that there are just too many, you know, chauvinistic males in our society that are not going to watch tennis or play tennis or let their children play tennis because it's a girly sport. So that's 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 a big obstacle for us. Were you at the march? I was not. I did not. I didn't go. (laughs) You were on a
1: cruise, weren't you? I was on a cruise. So, well, listen.
0: I'm not being feminist. I'm just saying, like. well, yeah, because it goes both. Way. I mean, women feel that way too. Women that have no uh, tennis knowledge, no tennis I got, experience. We, we need
1: to do some research on this. I don't I know if I, I buy I'm, this or not. Maybe so I'm. Maybe men and I'm, women
2: both think we're losers. Is what she's saying. Yeah, <laughs> not just <pretty> men.
0: <laughs> I mean, men more. I mean, you're, you're more apt to hear a man sure. say that's you know I don't want my son playing tennis because I've heard that so many times.
2: Hmm. Well, now that, that football is getting
0: from various people, you
2: know, they're dropping think- out of football for the opposite reason. So tennis might see more. Yeah,
0: players. because it's safer. Right, that's true. But it's not any better, though. I don't want people playing tennis because it's safer. I just want them playing it because it's a better sport than Well, football. how
1: can they find that out until so they give it a try? Again, goes back to who doing their damn job?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so,
2: speaking of USTA, <laughs> I was watching an interview with Patrick McEnroe, who's been the USTA player development, and he was talking about well, the not greatest anymore. ever. Well, he was, not anymore. But he was actually suggesting Rod Laver is the greatest ever for one reason.
1: He was right between the two seasons. The... He, he played part of his career before the open air, then played the rest of his career after, so he gets right. screwed.
2: When even included in that, the Australian wasn't even a major. So a lot of players didn't even play the Australian, so now every player has one extra chance to win a Grand Slam every year when the other players then had three. Brilliant.
1: So, so the open air was before, at some point in time, mm-hmm. some, somebody thought it was a good idea to make tennis, or to have tennis as an amateur sport. So you could not be a professional player. You couldn't make money and still play at the U.S. Open or the French. Or it was it was not open. It was closed. So in 1968, it became open, and so now it's just all professional. You could do whatever. So a lot of those tournament, a lot of those people were making money and beating some of the best players in the world, but they couldn't play in some of those, uh, in the grand slams back then. So that is an excellent point that you made (laughs) and we'll edit out that whole part about Patrick (laughs) McEnroe. So it sounds like you're a genius, but yeah. And a lot of those guys look at Rosewall and some of those older ones as the greatest ever for a lot of those reasons. But I mean, obviously again, you, you you go head to head, you you pluck them out of his air and put them in our air. Obviously it's going to look ridiculous, you know, but, but, uh, but that's why it's fun to debate. Well,
2: And I think the edge that Federer is always going to have, and Savannah will agree with me on this because she's intelligent, uh, sure. is that he looks like the best player. Just by watching his strokes look better than anybody you've probably ever watched play tennis. So, <laughs> I mean, Sampras had a great serve and a great forehand, but he had a few weaknesses in his game. I don't even Wrong. know what Federer's weakness is. Wrong. Wrong.
1: And Savannah's <laughs> going to like this reason because she's a man-hater.
0: <laughs> I'm not a man-hater.
1: Steffi Graf had a slice backhand her whole career. Well, that's the right way to play. And she is arguably the best ever on the women's side. Okay, the second best <laughs> ever. All right, well, going to You jump can't on have her. you can't have an argument about who the best ever in women's tennis is because Why? it's because it's boring. Because it's one answer and it's over.
0: <laughs> I don't agree with that at You're all. You're out of your
1: mind. <laughs> so but but you can have a very uh, heated discussion about who the second best player in women's tennis is. Because I think, now listen, here, here's one tricky thing, is that, I mean, Serena is bigger and stronger than every human that's ever played women's tennis, ever.
0: She's Bigger than most of the guys.
1: Yeah, she can't beat the guys, though.
0: How do you know? Have they played?
1: Yeah. Oh, let's not get into that topic. Yeah, no, no. So, who, did, who did she play? I, some guy ranked in the 400 who was chain smoking on changeovers, <laughs> but that's a separate issue. It's so, not. listen, <laughs> I'm, not. I'm dead serious. No. And, and so, she got crushed. Yeah, so, but listen. Maybe okay, had a bad day. Yeah. So, now, so I say that, that she's bigger and stronger than everybody, but, listen, she didn't do anything illegal to get there. That we know of. Well, come on now. Let's I know. be fair. Just, she's American. Right. Come on, you yeah, communist. Yeah, I mean, I think she's just...
0: She's right. Just
1: Physically, big. she's just strong, and, I mean, she's, you know, she's over six foot, so for a long time, we didn't have women that were over six feet anyway.
0: Most of them are over six foot now.
1: Well, not most of them. A lot of them are, but... I mean, you still have girls in her top, top 10 that are, you know, there's still girls in her top 10 that yeah. are short. Uh, uh, who's the girl uh, from Roma- Romania? What do you consider As short? is uh, not that big. Sibokova? Yeah.
0: What do you consider short?
1: Not six foot is what we're sort of okay, talking about. Okay, all right.
0: But I mean, <laughs> wh- who's the really
1: girl from, for Pete's sake, Romania? Oh, Halep. Halep. Yeah. Simona Halep is like four foot oh, one.
0: Oh, yeah, she's little. I saw her picture today. <laughs>
1: she's number three or four in the world. Yeah, so I mean... It it lends itself, you know, women's tennis not being...
0: But generally, the women in the top 10 are bigger and (laughs) and, taller. And
1: not doing illegal stuff except for Sharapova. When is she coming back? Next two months.
0: She's always injured.
1: No, she's out uh, because she got popped for doping. What? Some kind of steroid type situation or something. Some substance she was using for a long time, then it got banned and Mm. she kept using it for about a month and then... Whatever. So, but anyway, so yeah, she'll be back and she's she's a, a, above six feet. But yeah, I mean, you you, you talk about. Um,
0: you know, she's only like, I was surprised when, when I looked up her numbers. I thought she was better than she was. Who, Sherbova? Yeah. Well. She was just so popular for a while. Well, listen,
1: you've got Murray. She was
0: only number one for 21 weeks total, like her entire career. Yeah.
1: Poor Compared thing. to like. Yeah, but who was in her era? Serena. Serena and Venus. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean there's not a lot of people a lot of people would have a lot, you know, if if Serena didn't exist and Venus, because you're right, before she got sick with Sjogren's disease or whatever, she was keeping pace with she was ahead of her sister. Yeah, first. she would have won 10-12. Yeah. She was ahead. Um I still think Serena overall is better, but whatever. Oh, but definitely. But yeah, so you 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 take those two out, and you know, there are a lot of it, a lot of girls, uh women that would have had a lot more so, kind of like Roddick, that poor fella. Right. Who's a Hall of Famer, by the way? Is that ridiculous to you? Yeah, I mean, I think Roddick yes, Listen, Andy, ridiculous. Andy, they had to put call in if you're in. listening. He um,
0: you should not be in the Hall of
1: Fame. Is that an American bias? Because things in America, I don't even know how the whole thing works. I thought
0: the, the Hall of Fame was international.
1: It is, but it's in Newport, Rhode Island.
0: No, oh, so
2: okay. a bunch well, of. And I guess they have to put someone in from this era, from like the '90s, late '90s. Since Federer won everything, you know, there's not that many options. Well, right, I get, Leighton Hewitt would be one. Can't really name that many that.
1: I think Leighton Hewitt's better than Roddick. Well, yeah, he's going to make it for sure. I'm sorry. I'm not a communist. I'm no, you're I'm all right about, about America.
2: Although Roddick made more finals than Hewitt, I bet.
1: Grand Slam. There you go. Yeah. Getting trapped. The Grand Slam trap. <laughs> what about Hewitt, every other tournament?
2: Hewitt was number one longer than Roddick, for sure. But so. Hewitt also came before Federer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, our women's expert here, our resident women's expert. Mm-hmm. So... Are you in agreement that Serena is by far the best ever? Yeah. it's I mean, a, it, it, That's why it's a boring how, so argument. How many,
0: so how many Grand Slams has she won? 22?
1: 22? Oh, no, 22? no, no, 24. She's at She just won her 23rd. 23rd. Something like that. She's, She's
2: one away from the record. I have one counter-argument to Serena that oh my is God. not who you're expecting. The only one I would say would be Navratilova.
1: Yeah, well... I know why you're saying that,
2: because she won so many Grand Slams, singles, doubles, doubles
1: and mixed. I don't count mixed; Mix is dumb. (laughs) Well, but that goes back to those other guys too. In the early days, is they had to play everything to make a living, right? And I'm sure the women at some point did too, because there was less money for the women. And I'm outraged.
0: Like Billie Jean King won 39 total.
1: Yeah, playing everything, Uh everything, everything. She played a little men's single. That's wrong. (laughs) I don't know. Should I edit that out or no? Leave it in. <laughs> Leave it in so everybody knows what an idiot I am.
0: But then people that were on the in the number one spot for a long time, like Martina Hingis, she only won five Grand Slams. Well, she
1: had a good start, but she was who did she run into? The beads are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Serena, and Serena and Venus. That was when <laughs> Venus was uh, they again. Were young. So you know, because Martina and I love Martina's game. Hingis uh, never too, but we're talking about Hingis. You know, she was a great all quarter. And she could deal with power, just not that level of power. Right. Once, I mean, because she was playing girls like Davenport. I mean, Davenport crushed the ball. right? Mm-hmm. Crushed it. Um, she
0: only won three Grand Slams.
1: I know. Serena. I mean, again, Venus. Right. Uh, yeah. Ka- how about Capriati? She crushed mm-hmm. the ball. And so that was that era where, you know, you can redirect. She and,
0: only won three Grand Slams, too. Their numbers are really low.
1: Yeah, a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. But that's because at, at pre pre-Williams sisters there was a lot more winning a lot more right. it wasn't just concentrated but you it know I remember I remember you know that Hingis era right before the Williams because the Williams played that really limited schedule when they were 15 16 their dad wasn't letting them play a lot obviously it, that worked everybody was like oh why is he doing that right. well maybe because he wants them to be the greatest. so he doesn't
0: ever. want them to get burned out
1: exactly yeah um but yeah, but Hingis was on her way, and then all of a sudden the Williams sisters, came, and she just—I mean, they—they—they just, they, they had way too much. I mean, way Hingis, too much. she
0: was still in the number one spot for two hundred nine weeks. That's a long time. That's longer than anybody else that I could find.
1: That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, I wouldn't
2: have—I wouldn't have guessed it was that. 209
0: long. Two hundred and nine weeks total, like across.
2: Yeah, on and right, off. Right. Right. But she retired at like twenty. I mean, they basically drove her out of the game because she couldn't compete with them
1: and she obviously could have played physically didn't she have a little cocaine problem too she, or had, so? didn't she, she, she had some other issues no. she
0: yeah she had some issues.
1: <laughs> what'd you say oh no, i didn't I, she I,
0: got I, caught I, shoplifting and she got caught with weed so she
1: was out of her
0: yeah
2: right, she so. came back tennis and just won a doubles grand slam and
0: yeah she did so she came back I and won wonderful. afterwards
1: just goes to prove you how a joke doubles is these days although <laughs> more women i think play but you know but getting back to so a couple of things that are tricky about the women's game is honestly i mean women could always do anything they wanted and all that kind of stuff but was it as accessible in the 60s and 70s it wasn't no it wasn't and of course of course not
2: internationally or even as much here but but definitely internationally
1: I, yeah i mean i i just think you know women's roles back then right or wrong don't eyeball me i'm not condoning i'm just saying what it was it was was different and so i mean so they there just weren't as many women playing. The money wasn't as big before, um, you know, all the, the equal pay stuff came in. Equal prize money, not equal pay. Don't get me started on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so before all that. so okay, this we is what,
0: still don't get equal pay. So. God.
1: Uh, you, you're, you and Corey are getting paid exactly the same for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and both of you are getting paid more than <laughs> I. I'm getting negative paid. <laughs> so we we have accomplished pay equality. We have closed the pay gap. Mm-hmm on this podcast that's why we're
2: revolutionary
1: oh look at that this guy working that's in the time yeah but you know so <laughs> you, you take a look at serena and venus who came you know when they came in i mean everybody's got every opportunity most western societies mean obviously there's some repressive countries where we don't have a lot of women's sports because the women can't do anything or any women's right yeah. so you know so i think that's a tricky part about about uh about that whole situation. I mean, look at Martina. She, I mean, Martina Navratilova. I mean, she came from an Iron Curtain country. I mean, you know. So,
0: yeah, but there was a lot of female tennis players that have come from
1: right. But I mean, playing you know, how trying to succeed under the pressure of succeeding, but also knowing that they're going to shoot your family if you don't win a Grand Slam and bring it back to the to the motherland is is a whole nother aspect that a lot of people, I would say, like the Olympics, like. In some of these third world countries, the Olympics athletes and stuff have to deal with that kind of nonsense.
0: So, what? I didn't know this, but uh, Monica Sellis got stabbed on court? Yeah.
1: Hey, did not know that. Listen, that's the only argument. I mean, again, you're still talking about Serena is is sort of the roadblock to everybody. Right. So, we're talking about second best, and maybe even Venus is the second best, but she obviously slowed down tremendously on that road because of her condition. But Monica Sellis is an interesting story. You can't you can't call her the second best ever because she didn't do it. Right. But she was on the road to do it. She was I mean, she Before came she got out stabbed? Yeah. So she was I mean she How did
0: that even happen, first of all?
1: Because some nutbag wanted to uh from Germany Steffy didn't Ross want her fan. didn't want her to overtake Steffi Graf as the best player ever or whatever, and so he said, You know what, I got an idea. I know how to stop this. And jumped out during a match, stabbed her in the back. And, uh, I mean, she survived. But And she she actually tried to make a comeback. But, obviously, she was a... How, how can you play a tennis match just with <laughs> well, that in worrying your Worrying
0: about getting stabbed the God, whole time? Yeah. Uh, yeah the, I'd be <laughs>
1: under my bed in the fetal position and weeping.
0: <laughs> that would take some serious therapy. So,
1: yeah. I mean, she had a lot of issues. She had some weight issues after that. Just because, I mean... I don't. I don't blame anybody for any actions they have after ch- something like that. Trying to recover, so that was. So that that robbed us, obviously. More importantly, robbed her of, of her yeah. physical well-being. But it, but I think it robbed tennis. She of came really, back
0: like two years later, though, didn't
1: she? Yeah, but mm-hmm. she. You know, and she, she had never some, got back to that level. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, think. I mean, she mm-hmm. had some moderate success here and there, but I mean, she was on the road to destroy. I mean, she had. She was another level of power that even Davenport and, you know, and Groff had a big, you know, some big stuff, but. Because she took the ball so early. And both hands, two hands on both sides. So, um, you know, so she had a lot more width to her game. She could get the ball out wide a lot more. And she, she had a lot of pace on both sides. And so, and she was running through stuff. I mean, she was, she was, you know, winning a lot all in a, in a short period of time. And then. Then that happened. But she, I mean, you, you can't put her on the list because she didn't do it. So who knows what? she could, I mean, she could have ripped a knee up doing normal tennis right. stuff. So it's all, you know, for whatever reason. So, well, so the, I, the
2: problem I have with that whole era is that early round matches, the 80s, 90s, were you know, cakewalks. You were going through 6 0 6 0, 6 0 6 2. That's another edge Serena has that now the players are so much better, ranked 50 to 200. Right, than they were then.
1: Kind of like college football. Her strength of schedule right. is a lot, a lot higher. I mean, I don't um, think
2: Steffi Graf probably lost a match in the first two rounds of major ever for several years. Right, and, and that applies to the men's too, but not as dramatically. Yeah, another argument for Federer.
1: And and Graf is kind of one of those players that sort of shut up, stupid. Uh, <laughs> his, <laughs> waiting for him to catch it. <laughs> <You> <laughs> oh, I got it. It right and, it. And I got it And Graf is one of those players that kind of <laughs> overtook. A couple of eras you know where she ended up playing some of the modern if you want to call it modern I mean she's a modern player but but yeah I I think I think the doubles argument is one because nobody plays doubles so you're a lot fresher Um, there's no money issues you got to worry about because you win one tournament I mean you've got three million dollars I I could live the rest of my life on three million dollars and thanks to this podcast I'm almost there (laughs) 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 no I'm not in debt maybe cost this thing. Y'all are costing me a fortune. Um, But yeah, so I think uh, the doubles argument's one thing that all those guys played everything and then the women played everything. Um, And so that wears you out. You know, how how do you go, except for McEnroe who said he basically just used that as his training because he didn't train much.
2: Right, but they couldn't do that now. I mean, the training level is insane. Right,
1: right. Physically as well as just the amount of balls they hit a week. So, full agreement, Serena's number one.
2: Yes, we can agree on that. Is
1: there anybody else on the men's side besides Sampras? And I mean, here's the thing about Federer. How, how can you be number one when you're really not the best player in your era? When you got one guy that keeps beating you, I mean, that's the kind of argument is the Nadal argument. That's now,
2: why that was a big win this past Sunday. Because I wouldn't put. He needed that. Yeah, because he was
1: broken. All right, he <laughs> is. He, I mean, he made. So, but a,
0: what's their like? What's their. uh you know, score between That doesn't
1: matter. No, it's bad. Before it, before this before this tournament. So he's never beat so every French open, I mean Federer made a lot of French open finals, which is definitely a, a check mark in his column over Sampras, who made one I think one semifinal right. of the French and that's it. And never you know, and never got further you never made it to the finals. Um and so that whole career grand slam situation is definitely something but that's something Agassi has that's something you know there's right. a, Connors oh, Djokovic now has it yeah uh, Djokovic so that's something we haven't added him in Right. why are we forgetting about him uh, and he's still got a lot more time than Federer so um, and you gotta look at to- I think total titles is important too not just Grand Slams especially like the bigger what like <laughs> whatever the, they're called yeah, the Masters the Masters 1000s or T-1000 what were they <laughs> called before they were called I mean yeah whatever so those bigger tournaments, like what we have coming up in March with Miami and Indian Wells, and Indian Wells, <laughs> two hardcore tournaments. Well, maybe.
2: I'll put you on the spot since we're on record here. Middle, of what does Federer have to do left to be the greatest ever? If he wins two more, is he the greatest ever? Or if he wins another French Open, is he the greatest ever? because that's kind of where I'm at it just like keeps building 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 and at some point I don't see how I can't call him the greatest ever
1: Yeah I mean like here's the only the only two things in my mind that are in, that are an argument against Federer Number 1 is the Nadal factor The Sampras has a winning record over everyone Right except for like one dude who he's 0 and 1 against.
2: Yeah. And Federer is going to end up with a losing record against Djokovic and Nadal when he retires, even though Djokovic is younger but still.
1: Right. But still, yeah, but still. But but in particular Nadal. Right. Who's not a bad player. It's not like he's losing to some schmo, uh, obviously. So that's the first argument. And the u- the other argument, I really think and, and how do you even make this comparison? I don't know. But I just think tennis was dramatically deeper. In Sampras's era, I mean, I can just start naming players. Right. You, I'll name a player, so we start. I'll say Sampras. You say Federer, right. and I'll go from there. Agassi. You name an equivalent to him. You mean in this era? Yeah. Nadal. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody similar to Murray, uh, or similar to Djokovic. But let's say, um, how about uh, Courier? How he, about Becker?
2: Yeah. And Yummy know, he had head Boris, not not
1: uh, <laughs> not Benjamin. Yes. So Boris, yeah. So Djokovic, um, Edberg, Murray. I got one you can't match,
2: Lendl. Yeah, and after Murray, it drops off. I mean, Walrinka. I guess he's won a couple. Yeah. So that would be the closest.
1: Now, won a couple again is a little unfair because if you've got somebody like Serena, it's kind of like NASCAR. You know, if you've got a guy who wins, finishes second every race in the entire season. Right. But nobody won every race individually. Won won every race. Then the number two guy is going to be the best, right? Points winner. Well, you didn't have that because you have one guy or two. You know, like Serena won every. So it's a little tricky. Like I said, comparing those errors is hard. But it just seems to me, looking, and we have the we have the benefit of looking back now. We haven't looked back at Wawrinka yet because you know we're not ninety and he's still playing, but. Yeah, like you said, it it drops. Now, you know, now, because I can keep going. Oh, the top 20 is much weaker now than it was then, I bet. I mean, Lindell, he made eight U.S. Opens in a row. He didn't win them all. He only won three. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Like the Buffalo Bills of, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I mean, and he was, he was a beast, and now he's a coach. Right. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, but yeah, Lindell's Marie's coach. So he now. can't say he's, uh, he's better than all these guys because he coaches one of these guys. But, um, you know, but that's a perfect example. There he is right there. There's Lindell.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, I mean, Courier and Chang were in there. I was going to say, well, I mean, not Chang. I don't care about that. I mean, McEnroe and Connors were still there when Sampras was coming up.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't count kind of those in the, in the, uh,
2: Kafelnikov, you know, you had a lot of guys that were. And Federer piled up a lot of Grand Slams against some mediocre opposition, I will say. I mean, I would consider Roddick mediocre compared to. Hey, buddy. He's a Hall of Famer, apparently.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable. That's so unbelievable. I mean, he
2: won one against Baghdadis. He won one against Songa. I mean, these are guys that aren't going to be remembered in tennis history necessarily.
1: Well, I mean, Monfils will remember him just because he's fun. (laughs) But no, no, no. You're right from the standpoint of, uh, of the type of player. Um, so I think that that kind of I think lends itself to an argument for somebody like Fed or Sampras because it was just deeper. Um, maybe it's more top heavy now. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to tell if it's top heavy because you have four guys that are better than everybody else, but everybody else is way worse than Sampras is right. everybody else. Right. Um, I mean, you know, Guga. You know, Gustavo Quirton was yeah. the clay court guy back then. He was the the Borg of the '90s. Um, who else? Who else can I think of?
2: Oh, clay quarters from that era?
1: No, just any. any yeah, or any players from that era. I'm trying to think of of the the list of players that won some. Well, Tim Hedman was in there. He's probably the second best best court player behind Sampras. I'll tell you, who was good. Only because I'm uh, Todd Martin. Yeah, I think he's the. I think he might be the most underrated American player in history. Savannah has no idea who that is. I don't
0: yeah. know who any of the last fifteen people you talked.
2: They're about. They're old were. now. It's okay. Yeah.
0: But I also just I don't watch tennis. So <laughs> if in order for me to keep up with this type of, of back fair. and forth, That's I would fair. have to do a lot of
2: research. Pat Rafter. How about him? <laughs> he's good. That was a good.
0: Also, he's googling people right now. Yeah, that's, that's what's not, happening. That's not legal. So that's I, not I really fair. Told.
1: Yeah, it is. Bring your laptop. Well, I'm not not a human encyclopedia.
0: <laughs> he is.
1: Maybe, <laughs> maybe. So so you know. So I I think I think the one common thread we have is that Federer beat Sampras, but I think the circumstances in which he beat him, I think actually favor Sampras. I mean, Sampras shouldn't have been, you know. I would say thirty-five in nineteen ninety-eight or whatever. Seven. You guys or whatever. having
0: this whole argument about about Federer and Nadal and who's better, and, and better than Sampras and who's better. But when I asked you how many times Nadal had Nadal had beat Federer, like what's their actual like who's actually better right now? That's He's, what I want to know. Nadal
2: is twenty-three and twelve against Federer.
0: Okay, so then that answers your question about who's best Damn, right now. High, but high. but
2: yeah. Nadal is also no five years younger. So what? So that's not really. I mean, what Feder? What was Federer's record against Sampras? One and zero. Oh. Yeah. So he, but he was way older when he played him.
0: Way yeah. So like way. way. Are, not, not but, five years. Way. But they're contemporaries.
1: <laughs> five years. They're contemporaries right. from the standpoint of they're competing against the same people for the same tournaments. Whereas Sampras. And Federer really did not, except for maybe a couple. They were both in the same draw. I mean, because prior to, I don't, I don't know when Federer started kind of getting out of the challenge, you know, the lower level. But, but my point is, is that Sampras was at his, you know, almost literally on his last leg, and he pushed Federer on probably what his was his better surface at the time, grass. Right. They're both, and he pushed him. Yeah, and he pushed so, him to the brink.
0: So right now, you're arguing about. I know you're arguing about Price and Federer, but really, the question is who's the number one best overall, and is Nadal not in that at all? Like you don't think? Well, that's what's kind of
2: funny is nobody I know. ever it, says Nadal is better than
1: Federer. Well, they use Nadal to negate Federer, right? But they don't put Nadal but, because but why is that? Because because uh, Federer has. A uh, uh, many, many more Grand Slam wins, and a lot in the early stages. The majority of Nadal's Grand Slam titles were on clay, so he's a little bit one dimensional or was a little yeah, bit one dimension. He gets
2: relegated to clay, so everybody says Nadal's is great greatest. Not anymore, play court player I think. Ever.
1: Not oh. anymore. I mean, he's. De- I think he's definitely the best clay court right. player. I mean, again, we go back to different eras and the hard, hard to compare. I mean, play, playing with a wooden rack, <laughs> I mean, come on. Poor Borg. Because Borg was the original king of clay, and now, but now um, he's a, a Swede from back in the 70s. Um, but it'll be
2: interesting, when it all wins two more. Then he's two had a Sampras. So then you have like it's more oh, of a three-way right, right, debate. Right, right, right. Between yeah. And it all sampras Federer.
1: Yeah.
0: It kind of sounds like it should already be a three-way debate.
1: Uh, actually, although her hair is now blonde, <laughs> I think she's right. I think it should be, and actually, maybe even a more way debate. But for c- certainly, if you're going to use Nadal as an argument against Federer, and it's not because well, Federer kept losing to this one guy right. I've never heard of, right. or he's zero and twelve against anybody that outside the just top one hundred like circumstance yeah. that wouldn't have mattered, probably. right? But it's a guy that's nipping at his heels his entire career, and so, and he's really and and the difference for Federer is that Nadal has been out. Right. Federer hasn't really been out while Nadal's playing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'll tell you one thing: he's the most physical, hardest working player that uh, I, I. I mean, there's guys like Tomas Muster and guys like that that, that work really hard. Rare. Yeah. So yeah, poor guy. For <laughs> I wish he'd get
2: just the one. The forgotten player who will never win a Grand Slam. And I miss know. That I know. Fifty chances.
1: I know he won't. He can't. It's it's hard, but. That's kind of like Todd Martin. Todd Martin had one chance, and he and he lost in five sets. To he was up, he was up two sets to none. Poor guy. I met him. He played in a in a 50k challenger. I ran. He didn't play. He actually he hurt himself warming up with James Blake. He <laughs> hurt his back. That. I didn't hear that part of the story. And he pulled out of the tournament, so he was around, um, but he didn't end up playing. So, but yeah, I think he's definitely the most underrated. But yeah. I, it's. Uh, I think it is a three zero eight debate. I'm. I'm going Sampras. I'm assuming you're going Fetter And she likes Nadal. Why not? I do. Yeah. He's cute. He's cute. The he's problem
2: cute. that Sampras has is he has no way to gain momentum. The yeah. other two are still playing.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think if if uh, if if Nadal can get healed up and maintain that, because his problem, he might be younger than Fetter, but he's just so hard on his body, right. whereas Fetter is not. But if if some young guy comes along and starts beating Murray and Djokovic, and then if he's still around and beating uh, Federer and Nadal, then it's like, oh, okay. So tennis wasn't deep. Here comes this new player, and he's beating these guys. Maybe they weren't as good as we thought. That's what I'm hoping for because I think that's the case. I think
2: it'd be great for tennis.
1: I'm not saying they're not great. I'm just saying that what Sampras had to do, I mean – the gauntlet he had to go through was, you know, I think the women's debate, the, the, the second best ever is really the only debate about, is there any chance we that it's not something today? Is there any chance it's not Serena? I mean, you said never at the level but was, are you, you just, just reaching providing an argument? Yeah. Yeah. Serena's
2: obviously the best and she's going to win probably three or four more.
1: Yeah. Because you talk, you only talk about not deep. I mean, women's tennis couldn't have been deep, right. you know, again, we talked about the access and just the amount of people playing and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, it's way different now, but
2: it's the deepest it's probably ever been, and she's winning more than anyone ever has now.
1: Yeah. And sometimes, and a lot of times, she's winning handily in in not just early rounds, but in round of 16 in quarters. You know, she's blowing through people, which is depressing. And you want to say, oh, but women's women's tennis is weak. No, she's just ridiculously better than everybody.
2: She's like the Savannah of pro tennis. Uh
1: oh. Savannah (laughs) is the podcasting. What? (laughs) Serena is, except Savannah's not six feet tall. No,
0: no. She
1: does have the voice of an angel. You know what I told her on the phone? I said her voice is the Scarlett Johansson of voices.
0: Actually, what he said was, "Who, who's who's an actress that you think is really hot? <laughs> is yeah, Scarlett I Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. And then he was like, okay, well, that's what your voice is
1: like. All right, so, so listen, like, here's the, know. so here's the score, okay? Here's, here. in 2001, Fetter Sampras, so Fetter is, I mean, he's young, but he's still, I mean, you know, he's physically in his prime. And Sampras is, as we mentioned, in the twilight. First set, 7-6 to Federer. Yeah, blown out. (laughs) Sampras, 7-5, second set. Third set, 6-4, Federer. 7-6, Sampras. And let me see. She's listening to the podcast on the podcast. <laughs> she just wanna make sure it's good.
0: Not on purpose.
1: I don't think the mic picked that up, so actually I just So and then the the final set again, they don't uh I'm waiting I'm I'm looking for it. Sorry. It's good radio. It's six two, six three. Uh well they're tied at five all right here. No, seven five. Oh wow. Yeah. So it was a nail biter. It literally was probably decided by Three points. Right. You know, you know somewhere yeah. along the line. So, you're talking about Fetter, who did still have a ponytail, which gives you what time of year that was, what time right. his career was, um, but Sampras was at the tail end. So, that that's, I just remember that match and thinking that, that that's what, you know, really kind of...
2: Yeah, and I don't factor that in the debate at all. Some people do, but I'm... You know, <laughs> Why not, would you? It's not, you know, relevant when you played once.
1: Well, I, uh, so... So who's number 2 on the women? Did we decide that? We didn't even
2: talk about never I would I would guess.
1: Then one thing you have to think about, one one way to compare is not just how many grand slams they have in relation. It was just hurts my argument on the men's side. How many grand slams they have in general, but how many they have in relation to the? how much do they dominate their current era? You know, like you compare right. quarterbacks, you know, back when Marino was was you know in his prime. the the rules were a lot better for defensive backs. You could do a lot more to a receiver. Now it's a free-for-all. So, of course, everybody's breaking passing records now. I mean, Drew Brees drops 5,000 a a year for nothing. Right. And that wasn't happening before. Um, So, similarly, how can you compare errors? Well, you you can compare who you think is the best to their peers. And if that's the case, then... Obviously, Federer is going to be, you know, because, right. but except for the one peer, yeah. I might <laughs>
2: The main one. Yeah.
1: Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, I think the the rivalry of Novratilova where her and Everett ended up, I think they have the same amount of singles titles, Grand Slams. Yeah. And they were, I know they were 43
2: 37 in their head to head, which is amazing. They played 80 times. Talk but about someone playing somebody too many you, times yeah but
1: you add in all the other the, the doubles mixed doubles not as much but doubles for sure and uh i mean never to is just overwhelming i think right. but you know but Graf is just so good yeah, so and, and like i said i think i think it would be Ven- i think we'd be ha- the only good argument we would have would be who's third if venus didn't get right Sjogren's disease or whatever her deal yeah. is. cuz i mean or us, like we talked about earlier or Selass, but you know, but it's hard to say because she would have run into the front end of right. the Williams uh, freight train too. But I, I mean, you just watch those two play a six four six four final when Venus is forty. I don't know what is she, and she's all broke down right uh, because of the issues, um, and she played her sister four and four. And again, I don't put a whole lot of stock into those scores because it's such a weird dynamic. They they've known each other forever, and they're related, and they right. played each other, so it's, you're going to know somebody's game, you know. And have no nervous issue. I mean, I guess some. But, you know, it's just going to be a different dynamic. But but I think the argument, if she was healthy, it would be who's three.
3: Yeah. Right?
2: Well, and I don't think Serena's wanting to win that 6-0, 6-0. Probably every other match she does, but against Venus. Right. She's not.
1: Oh, and by the way, they also dominate in doubles. when Because they were. Right. And then Venus stopped playing both because right. of her situation. Oh, if know. they
2: played every doubles, they would have 20 right. grand slams and doubles, too.
1: So, one and two. And the best doubles team. So... Who's the best? Who's the third? So I, 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 I don't know. I, th- I think it's Steffi. I'm going to go with Steffi. Yeah. You're uh, Steffi? I agree. Right. Two to one. You're outvoted no matter who it is. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if we made tennis better, but I think we solved a problem. And if uh, anybody disagrees out there, call in.
0: I'm sharing our podcast with people
1: right now. That was now. a third ty- <laughs> third bite at that apple with a call-in <laughs> joke, by the way. I so, know. it was, you
0: know. All
1: right. So uh, if you have differing thoughts, you can – you can't really call in cause if you haven't noticed there is no phone and this is also not live. Uh, but you can email in, you can go to our website, tennis revolution podcast and, uh, go to the little submit button there or whatever. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't looked at the website in a while and, uh, that'll get shot right to my email, which I have fixed. It's not going to spam anymore. So, uh, send us your comments on that. We're up to 600 over 600. So, uh, downloads uh per episode so tell your friends if you have any as so we'd like to be we'd like to a thousand would be cool i think that's a, a, a we're going to celebrate a thousand even though savannah is celebrating right now in her steelers cup i won't tell you <laughs> that, but uh but yeah so go to that website tennisrevolutionpodcast.com uh submit who you think the best ever is and if it's not who we said you're probably wrong but uh we'd like to see your feedback or any other comments or questions you might have uh any uh suggestions on topics so, Corey, you got anything? Just want I'm to promote good. your club and yes, your one see fan. Me.
2: Come Teammate Cooper. at Cooper. You want to give maybe a maybe shout not. out to your
1: to your player? Not <laughs> No last names. Yes, Miriam, my fan club president. <laughs> your fan club <laughs> president. <laughs> By the way. She's also a member. Not only did she not say you were all awesome, She said you were awesome on the podcast. She said nothing about me and Savannah. I so, think she fast
2: forwarded everything else. All right.
0: Yeah, probably All
1: right. <laughs> I don't feel good Savannah, what do you got going on? You got your league starting up?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. Metro starting on Saturday morning. Dubs? Have, yeah. Dubs? And it's, all, it's all doubles. All it's all doubles until USTA. Been. So does that
1: mean you're going to not drink from now until to get ready? No? no Nothing? No, all right, I thought no. I, uh, <laughs> that was the passive-aggressive coaching I tried to help her with. <laughs> Slow it down. It's hard to play tennis drunk. I want a remote I mean, they but from tennis first match. They
0: drink while. Well, nice. They drink, like, after we play, we drink.
1: Yeah, country club tennis. i have of it. yeah. I've heard of it. Maybe we should start doing the podcast like that. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks uh, for listening, downloading. Again, if uh, if you're a player, tell your teammates or tell your coach. If you're a coach, tell all your all your students. Uh, get the word out there. Uh, the voice. Hopefully, we we will uh, continue to be the voice for tennis in America. And uh, until next time, thanks for joining the revolution.